Hello, welcome to Show Me Your Mic, a podcast about podcasting. You can find it online at goodstuff.fm slash smym or on Twitter at smym underscore fm. I'm your host, Chris Enns, and for this episode, I've got Cesar Contreras. He hosts Pencil vs. Pixel, a podcast where he interviews designers and other folks that he finds interesting and talks to them about their choice of pixels or pencils, amongst other things. We have a great conversation about his show, starting out and just winging it first and growing from where you are at and and just starting with the equipment you have and the basics and get going and just kind of getting started and also not being afraid to mess around with your format and try different things. My thanks to Campaign Monitor and A Small Orange for supporting this episode of Show Me Your Mic. More about them a little later on in the show. For now, enjoy the show. Pencil versus Pixel, tell me... Where did the show come from? Yeah, so uh, long story short, uh, I have a background in music. I'm a uh, musician. I went to music school and did the whole band thing, and I was on a uh, trajectory of of becoming a professional musician. And um, somewhere along the lines, wait, wait, well, wait, we have yeah. to, yeah, you have to confess some old band names then first of all. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, where do I any, start? <laughs> any skeletons in well, the closet? Well, yeah, sure. No, no, no. Uh, so my first band, my first band uh, back home was uh, it was just me, is a, a buddy and I. He played the bass. I was a, the uh, drummer. Just two of us, right? Nice. And uh, we went by the name of uh, Club Sandwich. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so, and then uh, other names after that. Um, let's see. The one that I started touring with was uh, My Power Animal. Which is nice. a strange name too. <laughs> They're all weird names, man. Yeah, they have um, to be. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, then there was uh, the Truffles. That's another band name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just a, a whole bunch of strange names. Yeah. Uh, over the years, I have, but, a, yeah. I have a confession. My one of my band names that didn't actually go anywhere. I don't think we ever played anywhere. It's just like one of those things where a few buddies in a room and you're jamming together it was <laughs> Dagad because. Ah. D-A-G-A-D, the chords, as a <laughs> progression. <laughs> we thought we were so clever. Oh, that, that's pretty clever, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then we came up with the idea that maybe we'll just write songs that only use those chords and it'll be even more meta. <laughs> but uh, no, it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> we had fun. That's the main, main part. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, so nice. podcasting, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right. So I was, uh, you know, doing music for... For a few years, and uh, while I was playing in the, um, you know, like like I said, the the band that I was touring touring with, um, you know, we needed some merchandise, some posters, and that kind of thing. So that's sort of, you know, I re- I knew about design, um, you know, before that, and I appreciated it and I liked it, but I, I didn't know how to go about it. So that sort of forced me to to figure it out. I I wanted to do it. I wanted to take on that job of you know doing the merchandise, right? Because um, I had all these ideas and, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I jumped into it and decided to learn how to, you know, um, you know, I started by drawing and all that, but decided to learn some of the, um, some design software so I could do this like a professional would, I, I thought at least, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I started doing that kind of thing. And, you know, fast forward, that, that's probably, that's, about 2005, 2006, and then you fast forward to now. Um, I got into web design and then um, started doing some client work. You know, I, I didn't go full on freelance. You know, 
Uh, but I did do client work on the side while I was working day jobs and things, things like that. And um, you know, I currently work as a um, as a designer at a nonprofit right now, which is really cool. And the reason why I uh, decided to do a podcast was because you know I'm one of those I'm one of those people that uh, you probably can't find any of my work online because I never posted any of my work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I really wanted to interact with these people that I uh, uh, learned about, you know, because of the internet. And, you know, so there, there's this, there was this thing, this podcasting thing that I learned about. I started l- listening to podcasts and then I listened to a lot of, a lot of uh, interview podcasts. So I thought, well, you know, that's a good idea. Maybe I could start some interview podcast, but it was all an idea, you know, like I, I didn't really think I was going to be able to do that, to be honest. Um, so what I did was I reached out to some, like, I don't know, three people. And one of those people, which happens to be pretty popular in the uh, design, uh, the design world, he got right back to me and I didn't realize that, um, I had invited him to talk with me on, I think it was like two days, two days later. And I had nothing. I didn't have a microphone. Didn't have anything, you know. So, um, you know, to stick with my word, I, I went out, went out to the store and, and bought a microphone, <laughs> a little, a, a blue Yeti, you know, nice. and uh, th- which happened to be the last one that they had. Shows you how much you know. <laughs> they didn't really care. It was like stuck in the back somewhere. I, I, it was hard to find. Anyway, so I got the, the blue Yeti. Uh, learned how to, you know, work that thing, and then connected it to. Skype. I didn't even have a Skype, man. You know, it was that bad. Wow. Um, and just roll with it. And ever since then, that was uh, October 2013. Ever since then, I just kept reaching out to folks and interviewing designers and, uh, you know, sort of learning as I went. So so your episode one, I'm just looking at the site, was your, the guy you're talking about was Aaron Dra- Draplin? Draplin? I forget how you... Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Draplin. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Who is, yeah, a fairly... <laughs> when you said, you know, a fairly well-known guy, I was like, you know, some, you know, web design guy or whatever somewhere but like that's if you're not in the design world it's it's just another name obviously but it's he is one yeah. of the names in web and design <laughs> and oh absolutely yeah. so it's pretty yeah. good to like go after a guy like that for episode one before you even had a, a show or anything out right like yeah you know the funny thing was that i um i reached out to a couple of other people who you know aren't as you know they don't have it as big as a name uh, as big a name as as uh, aaron right but mm-hmm. didn't hear from them at all nothing Mm-hmm. But then here's Aaron that said, "Oh yeah, let's do it. You know, no problem." And yeah. <laughs> episode which, one, there it is. <laughs> yeah, which what little know I know about Aaron. I don't, I don't know him at all, other than listening to him. But just probably just got him on a good day, and he's like, "Why not?" I like talking to people, and yeah, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Which I guess goes yeah. to the the point of like with a lot of this podcast stuff. Like I've said before in many episodes, is it's a good vehicle to get to talk to some of the folks that you might not. Because chances are, if you'd emailed him and said, "Hey, can we hop on Skype and just chat for a bit?" He might have just been like, yeah. "Delete." <laughs> but <laughs> exactly, exactly, it would have yeah. been too strange. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so and so it was kind of like that—that that idea of of starting converse, like getting to talk to those folks, and and obviously sharing yeah, that so, conversation. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. I, I wanted to, I want to talk to these folks so I could learn from them, you know, so I could learn if I have, you know, certain questions about something, you know, like, uh, for instance, you know, I have this fascination with people that, um, that, that are able to, um, sustain themselves by, 
you know, doing freelance work or by having their own businesses and that kind of thing. And doing it in a creative field, which is for, for a lot of folks, it's kind of hard to, to grasp that idea. Like, you know, you, I'm drawing all day and I'm living off of that. Right. So I, I have a lot of questions for these folks and, you know, um, that, that's just an example. And then also, you know, other people that, um, for instance, uh, I don't know, folks that know more, inf- more about the current web, uh, trends that I, than I do and that kind of thing. And so I mm-hmm. pick their brains kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, the more I, I've done, the more I do this podcasting, um, you know, the funner it is. I mean, at first it was so, I mean, it was nerve wracking. It was, it was so hard to do. And, um, you know, I'm not much of a talker, <laughs> but, um, uh, the more I do it, the more comfortable I become. And, um, and now I started getting all kinds of ideas. I mean, I have more ideas uh, on what I want to do next and how I want to sort of improve this uh, show. And, um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's some crazy like, ideas. Yeah. Do you want to, I guess going back, first of all, you're about 50 some episodes into the show and, yeah. uh, and is there sort of a process you've developed as far as preparing for an interview with some of these folks who, you know, you obviously know, uh, through the web and through some of their work and, and things like that. But, uh, how do you go about preparing for, uh, I'm just looking through the list, like a Sean Blanc or Roger King or whoever you're you end up chatting with that week. Is it sort of just much prep or, and just go with organic conversation or do you do a whole bunch of prep and sort of have a, so I, I, I started off, um, first of all, when I started, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. So I, I didn't know where to start. So I just threw some questions together. I had, I had a, um, I did have a format. I thought, I thought it was a pretty decent format. Probably it's not that great, but, um, I did have something and, you know, the more, I focused on that format, the less comfortable I was with it, you know? So I, you know, soon after that, I, I decided to change it up and and thought, well, maybe what if, what if we just talk, you know, what if we, uh, I'll just ask spontaneous questions, right? That didn't quite work too well, but, um, you know, it's sort of, you know, I built this balance, I guess, you know, where, you know, I shouldn't write too many notes, you know, have everything and not have everything already pre-written, but also, you know, not just ask random questions on the spot. So I'll just type some, you know, basic notes um, and have a general list of questions and I'll just go with it and I'll just have a conversation. And, you know, when, if they, if they, if they, uh, if the guest goes, uh, deep into one topic, I, I, I want to let them talk about that because that's, that sounds like it's, it's what they're passionate about. Right. So I also want to get that element in, in the show. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's not, not too many notes, not too little, uh, just yeah, right. General like, stuff. Just <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. And do you do, I'm just looking at the episode page, like the recent one, Drew Wilson, I was just listening to. And, um, yeah. I know you've noticed you've got, uh, is it full transcription or sort of a rough transcription or what are you doing there? So what I'm doing is absolutely insane <laughs> because I record this and you know how much work it is to, to record an episode and, you know, um, edit. I, I don't know what your process, process is now, but, um, you know, recording the episode, editing, you know, making sure that, making sure that it sounds good and, um, but what I've, what I've been doing lately, 
I think it's this. I think Drew Wilson's episode is the fifth episode where I started doing this. Is um, I go back, listen, and I type. I I, I transcribe the whole thing, um, <laughs> and I, you know it, it's crazy. I know it's crazy, but I guess the reason why I do that is because um, I want to. I want to provide this in written format for people as well. You know, so that's sort of a way for me to get my writing chops back, <laughs> my, my typing skills. Uh, no, yeah. uh, but you know, I, I want it written and, uh, who knows, I could probably do something with it later down the road. So, yeah. And that's, I mean, there's certainly very good reasons for accessibility. First of all, obviously to have a transcription of some sort of podcast and it's something I know here at good stuff is just the scale that we're operating on is tough to like yeah. do, but, um, oh, absolutely. but yeah, like there's, and there's plenty of good transcription services out there too. Like you said, but you could you could outsource it to or hire or whatever too, but it, yeah. it just, you know, it ups the cost obviously. And, and uh, <laughs> if you're looking at it as a way to improve your, uh, words per minute or whatever, <laughs> yeah. keyboard, keys per minute or whatever, might as well. Cheaper the very than least, yeah. Mavis Beacon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's, and then, yeah, I think the reusability of that as of the content, because especially if you start now versus, I mean, I'm only whatever, a few episodes ahead of you, 77 episodes, but the, the idea of going back and transcribing 77 episodes now for me oh, is man. like incredibly daunting, obviously. But, but there is that, that idea of, okay, I've got this volume of work or whatever you want to call it. And now I should, if it was written, if I was just writing blog posts, it'd be really easy to go back through and, you know, piece it together and maybe package up just the i was thinking like the parts at the end of the show i'll ask you about the podcast you recommend and like just those those chunks would be interesting maybe just to package together or something and but Uh, yeah just going back through everything now would be insane but yeah yeah, you gotta start somewhere task did you have a a a process that you use or is it just kind of like stop start stop start for no no i use i use uh i'm using this program called uh here let me pop it up it's called transcribe by uh, wreally.com. Is that, yeah, I, that, I don't know. So it's transcribe.wreally.com. Like yeah, oh, yeah, it's okay. kind of strange, but I'll definitely, I'll give it to you for the show notes. But um, it's really neat. So um, you set your keyboard to, um, you know, you, can use, you use the, the escape um, button to, to play and pause. Then you can use, uh, you know, F1, F2 to slow down or speed up the um the recording and then f3 to go back to rewind f4 to to fast forward through the uh through the recording it's pretty cool so i mean it makes it so much faster to transcribe everything and this is probably my guess is this is what a lot of people a lot of the uh transcribers that you could hire use mm. right something like this Interesting. so i mean so, and it's all online yeah. right as, as it's I'm all on the uh, it's on the browser yeah 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 wow yeah, it's and pretty cool. Free, you probably don't hear that much from from podcasters, do you? What's that? They'll, uh, you know, using do 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 any podcast do any folks that come on this show do they uh, use transcription transcription services or do they do anything? Yeah, some of them have used like yeah. where they outsource it, like paid. Uh, oh, just drawing a blank okay. on. But yeah, doing it themselves, I have. I'm trying to. I'm drawing a blank if they if somebody has um, done it themselves. But uh, yeah, it's. I think it's an awesome awesome service to offer. Obviously, yeah. for folks who are unable to listen, first of all, but but then also, right? right. Yeah, just to being able to read, 
read it later and stuff. And then, I mean, there's the SEO benefit as well, Google actually finding it. To my knowledge, anyways, Google doesn't search through audio archives yet, anyways. I know. But uh, I'm sure it's coming, but... Um, sure hope so. Because they do have, like, if you upload an audio to YouTube, you can have them do a transcription of it. It's, you know, machine oh. translated and stuff, and so it gets oh, okay. a lot of goofy stuff in there. But that's another <laughs> way, I guess, of, of messing with that. If you wanted to sort of just experiment, at least you could upload a, a recent episode of your, sh- your own show to a YouTube channel and have it do the machine translation. But uh, but yeah, yours would obviously be <laughs> a little more accurate, I would I would imagine, than than the, what the machines do for for YouTube. But interesting. Is it? Uh, is this? Uh, it says it's a paid app. I'm just looking. Yes. Free to a point is. or something. Right. So uh, I think they have a um, like a free two week trial or something like that, and uh, oh, it's nine bucks. Some I think it's nine bucks a month or a year or something like. I don't even know to be honest. I forget. Right. I could go back and see my my invoices, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like most web services. You just kind of like, oh, I just it gets paid. Yeah, I use it. Now I've I mean, forgotten. <laughs> I know. Like I'm paying for SoundCloud. Then there's you know hosting and you name it and you know i'm not doing the whole sponsorship thing either so it's just coming out of pocket right now but i did for i did for a bit but it, it was you know i don't know chris but you could tell me but it, it's it's pretty difficult to stay on top of um you know sponsors and doing all that thing it's it's a whole job and whole job of its own right yeah no definitely and it's uh um it's both well it's always the grass is always greener on every other side. Oh, it seems, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the podcast network that we're running, it's it's just scales that much harder to to keep tabs on all the different shows that you're doing and make sure everybody's got the right reads and the right dollars yeah. and the right yeah, matching it all up. And yeah, sometimes it's kind of like it'd be nice to go back to simple days of just publishing a podcast <laughs> and not worry about any of that <laughs> stuff sometimes. But um, but yeah, it's fun, um, and it is tough. Like a the sort of I don't want to say glory days of, of sponsorship aren't necessarily yeah. behind us, but as more high profile shows come out and new networks, et cetera, big companies, big business get into the podcasting space. It's definitely going to be harder and harder for the smaller stuff to, you know, get the, the dollars that they used to. Exactly. So just have exactly. to hustle a little more, I guess, and keep yeah. up. But, um, so you alluded to some plans for the future of the show. Is it uh, something you're at liberty to discuss or or just yeah, uh, still? Sure. So, I mean, I don't have any huge plans to, per, per se, but, uh, you know, I I want to, of course, I'm going to continue interviewing folks. Um, something that I really exci- I'm really excited about that I actually started was, um, you know, there's this, uh, I don't know if you want to say trend or if uh, you want just sort of this uh, changing format maybe of, uh, how folks are doing shows. Like for instance, you had Mike Hurley who, by the way, saved my butt. Uh, <laughs> last episode what was a 74. That was for anyone who's listening and listens to the show that, that was supposed to be me on that show. Oh, <laughs> I, had right. re- I had to reschedule. So, <laughs> I forgot so about thank that. you, Mike. Thank you so much, man. You totally saved me and Chris. So, <laughs> um, but anyhow, Mike Curley, he's he's um, you know I've, I'm a longtime listener of uh, you know Command Space and then um, Inquisitive most recently, and when the kind of thing that he's doing where he's um, doing that uh, behind the behind the app series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love that. You know, I I love listening to I I became an addict of uh, uh, the pot the um, what's it called a uh, startup podcast right with yeah. um, with uh, Alex Bloomberg, and I just loved. The format, and I thought, man, I, I totally want to do this, right? 
So I, I don't know. I, I've, I, this whole thing, uh, Pencil vs. Pixel, has been a huge experiment, right? Um, you know, I started by just simply asking straightforward questions and, you know, between my mumbling and all of that, uh, I decided you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to change it up a little bit and see what I could do, see how I could improve, keep on improving the show. And so um, I thought, well, maybe I could do the whole narrative thing. Um, boy, is that a lot of work, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. and a lot of writing, a lot of editing. Um, so I, I tried it with one episode and, I mean, it didn't come out exactly how I wanted it to, but, I mean, it was, I guess, close enough, you know, considering the amount of time and work that it takes to get something like that out. Um, but the something I'm really excited about right now is I'm about to release release some episodes that I'm going to call. I still, I don't know exactly what the name's going to be, but I'm thinking I'm just going to call them, call them process, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to shed some light on, on the process of how things are made um, within design. So for instance, um, I've been in touch with some, some uh, local uh, craft breweries and uh, they're designers and sort of started getting into how they, um, how they des- design their packaging, how they design their marketing, their branding, how it all comes together to finally, you know, have this really cool looking, um, uh, you know, six pack of beer, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's really, that's something that I'm really excited about. And um, I'm also getting into the process of how certain uh, designers, illustrators, uh, creative folks, um, you know, make specific things. Like for instance, um, uh, if, uh, if I talk to someone who, who has a uh, product line of t-shirts, right? So we'll start, we'll go from start to finish how they, how they, uh, produced it and, you know, what struggles they went, uh, through while making it, that kind of thing. So that's, that's something I'm really excited about with the show. And, um, yeah, so I'll just keep on improving and, uh, keep on interviewing that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. Like, uh, you mentioned Mike Hurley's, uh, inquisitive and the, the, the way that he, I mean, it's like you said, it's a ton of work doing that yeah. kind of narrative storytelling more right. so obviously than, yeah, it's your typical sort of interview show, like, like this show and like pencil versus pixel right now yeah. or whatever. And, but the, for podcasters out there thinking about in advance, and this is again, going back to like, I wish I would have, and I, now it's time to start kind of idea of the, when you've got someone on the line, like, like an Aaron Draplin or whoever, but like you're that, that's an opportunity to also like put a, get a five minute plug with them on something that you might reuse down the road. Obviously you don't, if you don't know it all in advance, then it's hard to do, but, yeah. um, but yeah, reusing some of the content that you have in a different way maybe could help with some of that. Cause that's oh, absolutely. definitely yeah. something that's, uh, you can, uh, you can try and do, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I appreciate it. I know some podcasters are kind of like down on the style of like a storytelling startup and serial telling, yeah, forcing right, to do this right. or whatever, but it just, I think it's just a fun way to, challenge everybody to maybe raise their game a little bit and yeah it doesn't mean you have to do it but if it's interesting it's, it's to you, definitely yeah it's definitely a challenge but i also think it's fun to just mix it up a little bit mm-hmm. you know um you know for me i'm not i don't have a one set format and that's sort of the i don't know the benefit that i that i have i, I could play around with with the show and do pretty much whatever right mm-hmm. so i don't think that you know changing things up like that would really hurt the show. I think 
it'll just, you know, it'll just be something interesting. And if I don't, if I don't continue with it, then I don't, and I'll just go back to the, back to the old format and that's that. So yeah, it's like when you're in the band and you try out the, exactly. a ska song and you realize you don't want to play ska anymore. <laughs> you're a, you're, you're a death metal band and you, you do a ska song, you know? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, on that you know, note, normal things like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's a good little segue. I'm just going to take a quick sponsor break, uh, cool. from, uh, our ska metal band sponsor. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I want to thank uh, Campaign Monitor, who have been a longtime supporter of us here at Good Stuff. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary, actually, of Good Stuff and uh, as a network, and uh, they've been with us from the pretty much from the very beginning, and uh, we want to thank them for supporting Good Stuff. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are today without them, and... Uh, and have loved working with them, obviously, here at, uh, at Good Stuff. And uh, they just make it super easy for you to create, send, and optimize your email marketing campaigns. You can design beautiful emails in minutes with their easy-to-use template builder. You can send more relevant emails by displaying content catered to your individual subscribers. And best of all, your emails will look great on any device. They take care of matching up, make sure that all, all the templates and designs look great on iPhones, Androids, and Windows phones and et cetera that come along and uh, so you don't have to have the big uh, testing lab like some web web shops have to test all the websites on. Uh, the Campaign Monitor takes care of all that for you and uh, makes it super easy to get going. So if you uh, are at all interested in setting out sending out emails to possibly uh, clients or uh, maybe subscribers to your blog, that kind of thing, they can help you get going with that. Visit CampaignMonitor.com today. To get started, my thanks to them for supporting Good Stuff and Show Me Your Mic. So we talked a little bit about, uh, you mentioned the Blue Yeti back, that's where you started. What uh, what gear are you using these days to record Pencil versus Pixel? So I have a MacBook Pro, the, uh, the Retina MacBook Pro. I think it's just a couple of years old. Then I have the, uh, the Rode Podcaster. So oh, I did nice. a little upgrading to the podcaster and uh to edit i use logic and that was just a that that's a recent transition from garage band i had a garage band for the longest time and uh i don't know i think back in october last year switched over to to logic and i love it i love logic it's been great yeah as someone who um it's been a number of years since i've used garage band regularly but what what have you noticed and why would somebody I mean, it seems like the obvious, like, well, of course, if you're going to do this more, you pay more for better software. Yeah. What are the right. things that to you kind of stuck out as a, oh, wow, this is this does make this so much easier or better or whatever to use than GarageBand? Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't really know the technical terminology, but, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> you know, uh, uh, just overall piecing everything together is has been so much better and then i uh oh so i've been producing my own little tunes my own little music and in, in the podcast so uh logic has been instrumental in um uh, helping me build these uh you know intros outros and uh do you think I'll, I'll, sorry to interrupt but do you think that like obviously you said you had a music background but uh, yeah there's some uh, I haven't used Logic Pro X yet, so I can't speak to this. Oh, okay. Uh, and so yeah, that's where that's, I, that's what I have. Yeah, the the I forget what they call it—the branding of like Loop Builder or um, some like the the thing you're talking about for building music tracks. Do you think yeah, it's something well, where it's easy you know, enough for somebody who doesn't have the music background to 
do I even basic so. stuff or is it i think absolutely yeah i i think it is it's a it definitely is a learning curve at the very beginning but uh i haven't played around with any of the looping stuff i've literally i've manually just <laughs> if i have a beat i'll just make the beat you know one tap at a time nice. <laughs> and then i'll fix it like afterwards if it's sort of off but um but yeah i've i've uh i i love their um uh, uh, instrument selection. I mean, they they have all kinds of uh, program pre-programmed instruments in there, and it's you know they have these synthesizers and these bass track or uh, bass instruments and little drum machines, and you you could uh, you could sample things right in. There. I love it. It's just so easy to to do all of that. Um, you know, if I want to sample a, a a sound from a live instrument here, um, I'll just uh, record it and sample it in. You know. Uh, designated to a key and that's yeah I, I love that i i really like that and then so i've been doing a lot more i guess you could say producing music with this and it's sort of an excuse for me to you know throw in some of some some music and have even more fun with it um but yeah definitely logic has been has been very very helpful and uh you know the, the whole post uh, uh editing process has been has, it's been a lot I don't know if I guess easier, but but also uh, I don't know, more enjoyable to to do all the all of the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard from. Well, I know uh, you mentioned Mike Hurley in, in his yeah. episode. He mentioned just the it looks e- nicer, and so it just is a little more fun to use than some of the older um, older apps. Especially, I know I'm staring at the drab gray whatever of Logic. Express Seven or whatever, which is now probably oh, okay. eight years old or something like that. That's what I'm sort of w- holding on to until it dies its last breath here, but um, or breathe its last breath. Well, it's right? gonna last you some some time, man. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's, not gonna... a, it's a good program. I mean, it's just yeah, it's solid. Uh, so, but uh, but yeah, it and when you're doing this, you know, in, in spending hours inside an editing suite, especially if you're doing something like you know trying to up your game as far as how you edit and what you're storytelling process might be or whatever for a for a different style podcast or whatever it's it's kind of fun to have a nicer looking editor to stare at than, <laughs> than and it gives you a lot more options too you you mentioned sampling stuff is that you just going into like the road podcast or you play an instrument say a guitar or something and, and going that way or oh yeah so i have a uh, shoot i have this um I forget the name x i don't have it in front of me xl xil it's a road uh it's a microphone that connects to your iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, Rode XY something. Yeah, yes. I can totally picture yeah. it. But <laughs> yes, so so I got that guy, and uh, you know I got it because you know whenever I have an idea or whatever, or if I have find a sound, <laughs> or if I want to interview someone or get some people talking out outside of of uh, my you know home studio or whatever, um, I'll use that microphone. It's it's been a great microphone. I love it. And um so I'll record some samples or, you know, instruments on that microphone and then I'll just um dump the track into the computer and then I'll just play around with it from there. Um usually in Logic. Um Nice. Yeah, the i-xy, which is a terrible brand name to say <laughs> and and <laughs> whatever, but uh maybe they have some sort of weird phonetic pronunciation for that that i'm not aware of but but yeah it's i've i I noticed that one and and, uh um as soon as you it's like most things these days as soon as you google their web page and then you start you know you'll see ads for it popping up on facebook and everywhere as you browse around the web but uh but yeah it looks like a neat way of of just going using a a really powerful computer that's obviously in your pocket already to 
grab audio from wherever. So um, that's a neat way of neat way of doing it for sure. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it's been a very it's been very helpful. Yeah, for sure. And you just use the. Uh, do they come with an app or just the built-in audio recorder on? on no, you have to purchase the app. I think it's like two bucks or something. Oh, okay. Um, and and well, I've only used the Road app. I don't know if you could use it with any other app, but um, but yeah, a couple bucks. Um, it's I mean it's not the best interface. But it is. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You just record, and then you could um, you could you could export the uh, the audio in different ways. Um, I usually just go. Um, I connect it to the Wi-Fi network, and um, uh, it gives you a gives you an IP address, and you go to your browser and download from there. Boom. Oh, nice. Yeah, it makes it really simple. That makes it pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. And then you mentioned um, you're hosting your shows, the audio, anyways. I can see obviously by the player and stuff on SoundCloud. And uh, yeah. you, how has that been? Is that was that where you started with SoundCloud, or did you use something no, else before? No, I started with uh, with Buzz Buzzsprout. So Buzz Buzzsprout.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been good. I, I still use them. Actually, I still have uh, audio hosted through Buzz uh, Buzzsprout, and that's the audio that you listen to on iTunes. And I'm doing it like the total the dumb way and then i have it on uh hosted on soundcloud as well and then before that i went, i didn't mention this earlier but when i started the podcast i i started with um, a video interview so through skype i would record the video um then afterwards i would i would edit split the you know both um split the frames or you know record uh edit and do an introduction and then an outro and you know when i did have sponsors at a you know very very short amount of time i had sponsors i think three months or something like that um it was a crazy three months <laughs> and uh you know i used to uh, you know put the sponsors name and logo on the video and then <clears throat> i would redo it for the audio version so i did double the work oh, wow. at the very yeah. beginning i don't know i think i have a tendency to make it harder for harder on myself <laughs> That's a, there's a nerd disease, I think. I don't know what it's called, but something <laughs> about that go. where it's like, yeah, we try to it is, do it the hard way at first rather than listen to yeah. advice or... or exactly. <laughs> take, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, everyone's been talking about Libsyn, right? And um, yeah. I've, I have I don't know. If that, is that what you guys use? No, we use S3 actually here, but yeah, Libsyn is another oh, okay. common uh, web or podcast host client for so, sure. So yeah, like just to separate... I. I you know, I guess in my mind, to separate myself from everyone, I thought, I'm not going to use Lipson. I'm just going to use this Buzzsprout thing. So I totally avoided Lipson. And, you know, now I sort of, I, I hear how good it is and how it gives you stats and all this stuff. And, you know, with Buzzsprout, I mean, they've, they've been great, but um, not so, they don't give you stats really. I mean, not accurately, I guess. Um, so, I mean... Most recently, I've been curious about my stats, and yeah, I sometimes I care, sometimes I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a two-edged or double-edged sword of yeah. like it's kind of nice not knowing sometimes because you just put your head down and work and, and enjoy the work. Whereas if you knew that yeah. this episode only two people tuned in or whatever the number was, <laughs> it might be kind of depressing. But uh, if you don't have the stats to see, then you don't have to worry about. It. <laughs> but I'm sure there's yeah. more than two. But uh, but yeah, that, yeah, that is interesting that they wouldn't. Wouldn't give you much in the way of stats there, but uh, I haven't I haven't used I've heard of them uh, before and came across them obviously, but uh, just haven't ever used them. But looks like they'd be like pricing wise, it'd be probably similar ish, like 
15 bucks to 20 bucks a month or something, depending on how much space you're using. And then, uh, but yeah, Lipson does have, they have really good stats. I can attest to the, I, I still have a plan with them just for, from old podcasts and stuff. And, nice. uh, and definitely, um, especially with their stats add on, I forget what the advanced statistics or something they call it. Um, definitely have great stats breaking down where people are coming from devices all that kind of stuff and, and things like that so it's for if you're a stats nerd or like to have your ego checked <laughs> occasionally <laughs> it's uh definitely worth looking into but it is one of those things just like buzz buzz sprout <laughs> no, I've got yeah. the, um, where it looks like they're kind of built on that idea of you know you host it with them and as long as you're paying them then your content is there but as soon as you stop paying them you're your stuff is gone effectively right, right? and right. uh which has its drawbacks if you're like i'm I, like i'm experiencing right now with some older shows that are on Libsyn, and i could probably move them to like just a self-hosted wordpress install for the amount of mm-hmm. you know downloads they get or whatever but um you you have to keep paying them indefinitely so there's no like archive my stuff and here's a final 50 dollar payout and you know as long as you guys are around or whatever then you'll just serve it up for me mm-hmm. um so that's the the drawback, I guess. Whereas something like an Amazon S three or, or other services, where they'll you'll just pay per download each, you know, pennies or whatever, half a penny per download or whatever the number is. But um, yeah, probably the best bet there. And then hope you don't get too popular because then it gets expensive <laughs> with them. So um, with the going back to the video stuff, I'm just curious. So yeah. you you abandoned it, I would guess, just the amount of work and and it's just time. yeah, it's just too much work. I mean, I I. I I have a day job, you know, and mm-hmm. this is sort of my nights and weekends gig. Um, so it, it's just, it became t- way too much. And I mean, I, I was literally doing double the work, you know, like editing the video and then going back, you know, exporting the audio and then adding whatever I needed to add from, to the audio. Um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the intro, the, the last bits of, um, you know, towards the end, um, it just became way too much, but you know that said, I'm I'm not I'm not abandoning I'm not abandoning uh, video at all. Like I I definitely plan on going back to doing something with video. Um, now what I'm going to do, I have no idea, but <laughs> there'll probably be some sort of uh, you know interview or maybe the whole process thing that I uh, that I uh, talked about earlier. But um, yeah, I love video though. I I, I do en- I do enjoy uh, editing video and putting it together, and it's just. It really gets your creative juices flowing, especially if it's something personal, something of your own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could do anything you want, uh, but uh, but yeah, it definitely deserves also it deserves a lot more time and intention to to you know edit video and uh, you know add some effects and images and this kind of thing. So. Yeah, and at least it's got, like it's gotten worlds easier than it used to be as far as hosting and all that. Kind of, you know, you set up a YouTube yeah. channel and for free, basically, and you're you're running and um and uh yeah it's a, you don't have to worry about as much that way but uh yeah it's <laughs> it's too bad how much work it is to actually create the video <laughs> well in the yeah usually episode. it's a team of you know more than three people doing yeah. that so <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and that's how i think i often see podcasters sort of venture into video and then after a few episodes or months or whatever they kind of pull back from it because it's just it's yeah. not scalable at at the yeah. sort of hobby level anyways that's for sure and it does take like i said a team of folks often to get keep it going um but more power to you if you can do it and uh <laughs> we'll yeah. see you later down the road man and we'll see if uh yeah if I, can do a video or if I bring it back at some point yeah and it's yeah. something where you can like i've talked about on the show here before too like google hangouts and stuff it can be something where you do it 
periodically or once a month or whatever and, and sort of incorporate it as a way to because I think there is something to the idea of you know people have they might know what I look like it, it, just from Twitter or something or the occasional photo they if they follow me on Instagram or something like that but they don't really have a good picture of me talking and stuff like that. And that's, it does, I, I know of like in other shows where I've listened in audio form only and then switched to maybe watching them in a video or whatever. It does kind of help inform your, your, even if you go back to just listening to them in audio, helps sort of inform and fill in the picture, I guess, of, of what they yeah. do and what they look like, even if you have a face for radio <laughs> or whatever. But you know what? I don't, rec- I don't recommend anybody watching those videos because I had, had, <laughs> so many bad hair days it's insane <laughs> there's literally i have if i let my hair uh, grow it's all it gets really curly so there's one video where there was one curl that was just popping out at the top of my head <laughs> during the whole thing <laughs> so i'm like well, i thought maybe you had like the elvis curl going down I don't... <laughs> oh man I wish. yeah it was pretty bad so did you those ones those videos things and then we'll jump off to a new topic here but the videos yeah. did you how did you publish them f- with the audio feed or what did you do with with them like just so how, feed, how did fed I, them out through the same RSS feed through your site kind of thing, or did you sort of send no, them out? No, 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 no. So what I did was um, I would host, you know, the audio as I normally would, um, you know, just strictly audio. But the videos were the kind of thing where you could only view them on the website or you could view them on Vimeo or uh, YouTube. So oh, yeah. that was the only way to view the videos. Yeah, um, Which I think makes sense. I don't know. I, I have yet to hear from or come across somebody doing – like downloadable podcast videos these days. Oh, right. You know, because right. I, I just can't imagine. And maybe it's just not my use case. It so like it's a lot hard of to. Yeah. yeah, like bandwidth. But then also, I just listen in the car and it's hard to watch, obviously, a video while you're driving exactly. or listen while I'm working on other stuff and I don't watch. And But um, they keep telling us YouTube is tons of people are watching videos on YouTube, but I guess yeah. maybe they're all cat yeah. videos or whatever. <laughs> you know, there some, some people have reached out to me, um, you know, talking about videos that I posted probably more than a year ago old interviews and these people don't even know about the new stuff that's been out because of you know it's all just it's been audio right right um so that tells you something i mean it's it's kind of crazy a lot of people find this stuff on on just on youtube yeah oh so it'd be it's, it's it's a good idea to even if you do have audio to you know maybe take the time to Put a little video together with audio, maybe an image or something that shows the you know your uh, your podcast art, artwork, and just posting on on YouTube. That's that's definitely a good idea to do that because it's true. People uh, people do find your stuff. Um, you yeah, know. and the subscribing and playback mechanisms built into YouTube yeah. and ser- discovery on YouTube is certainly you know it's its own little ecosystem that if you're not on at all, then you won't appear, obviously. And um, right. So who right. knows? I, uh, if uh, podcasters out there are listening and you're having some success with that or failure <laughs> or whichever, <laughs> I'd love to hear about it because it's uh, an avenue that seems like, again, possibility, but maybe it's just a ton of work for very little gain. Um, yeah. And five listeners or whatever that you might find through that, um, probably not worth the hours you'd have to put in necessarily, but um, maybe there's more success there than than I giving it credit for. So, um, yeah. You never know. Um, we'll come back in a minute just to hear about some of the podcasts that you listen to and the apps you listen to them on. And, uh, and I should mention that, uh, you'd also sent me a f- couple of photos of your gear and setup, which will be on the show page at goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash 77. So if you want to see, um, Caesar's photos or, or Mike, I guess, and setup and stuff, 
That's no right. photos of my hair, though. Right. <laughs> That's where you can check that out. But uh, I just want to mention uh, another way you can support and sh- uh, show me your mic is by uh, visiting the show page, like I said, goodstuff.fm slash smym slash 77. And in the sponsor section there, there's a link to a small orange, which is a web hosting company that I use for some of my stuff, uh, personal stuff. And uh, they have a very simple vision, perfecting hosting while maintaining a homegrown feel with a focus on people, their customers, their employees, and their community. A small orange isn't like those big hosting conglomerates. They don't promise unlimited plans that are actually hindered by hidden limitations. Instead, you're only responsible for paying for the resources you need. Whether you're just starting your own blog or you're running a powerful e-commerce site, they have a plan for you. Um, At that link I mentioned earlier, there's a quick, speaking of YouTube, a 30-minute long tutorial video of just getting started with it from like scratch, registering a domain name, signing up for the service, and setting up a WordPress site and writing your first blog post all in about 30 minutes' time. And uh, just to show... That was my test, I guess, of using their system and show how easy it is to actually get going with using a small orange. And so if you do sign up through them, through the affiliate code there, you'll be supporting me and uh, show me your mic here. And I appreciate that. Okay, so what what podcasts are you listening to? You mentioned Startup earlier, but uh, what other ones are you catching your ear? So that one's definitely on hold for now, but um, that was one of the shows that I've definitely stayed on top of. But... You know, Chris, to, like, to, to be honest, I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I I just, I tend to stick to a core, I don't know, three or four podcasts, really. Some I do, um, um, I do sort of check out and see. And it's not so much that I don't enjoy them or it's just, I, I don't, I don't like getting too... You know, you start you start getting ideas from these podcasts, and you start thinking, "Oh, what if I do that? What if I do that? What if I do?" That? <laughs> so, so in order to stop myself from saying those kind of things to myself or thinking that to myself, I um, just stick to a core, you know, few podcasts, you know, at a time. Um, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, you, both you and I mentioned Mike Hurley earlier. Um, you know, I listen to Inquisitive, um, great show, and I, I really do like the new format with the uh, the uh, behind the app series um and also uh there's my uh my buddy andy j miller he has this uh, podcast uh called uh, the creative pep talk podcast he he gives a lot of advice to to illustrators um you know designers and that kind of thing you don't really hear i, I haven't really heard many podcasts uh with hosts who are uh, who are illustrators so that's definitely a, a really good one to check out for for anyone really um one that I, I've been really fascinated by has been um, Song Exploder. Have you heard of that one? Actually, the guest, uh, the previous episode just mentioned that one too. I think it was uh, where he he listened to that one. I had I need to check that one out because it sounds like it'd be that's, up my alley. That's definitely a different level, man. I mean, he. I mean, it's just every detail is it's insane. And you know they they take they take songs apart and you know tell the backstory of how they started. You know, ideas and that kind of thing and it's all pieced back together at the end and then you hear you listen to the whole song and you're you have a you have a new appreciation for that song after listening to the backstory of it so it's really really cool and is it with the artist on the show it typically is um so he so the the host usually interviews or not really interviews but he has uh you know the artist talk about the song if it isn't the artist it might be the producer or it might be uh one of the musicians within the band of of um of, uh, within that band, yeah, um, man, but it's so fascinating, man. It's so good. 
Um, yeah, it's not just. I, I was thinking it was like going to be, like I, I was thinking when something when he mentioned it last episode, the guest mentioned last episode that it'd be like just indie bands that I might not care about the song as much or whatever. And you know, I should open my mind a little more, maybe. <laughs> but but also, I mean, he's oh, got yeah. like the. I'm just looking at the one episode here. He's got the guy who did looks like he did the soundtrack or a part of a song on the soundtrack of from the Imitation Game. So it's not just you know. Oh man, small little that. Yeah, that episode was so good. It was because of that. Because of that episode, I decided to watch that movie. I mean, that's how good it was. Nice. I, otherwise, I would. I probably wouldn't have watched the movie. Really good movie, though. Um, but that soundtrack and just the backstory and just how that composer, you know, sort of thinks about how to put that together is just. It's insane. It's so good. So good. Nice it's story. definitely a recommended one. And then uh, you also uh, previously had uh, Adam Martin. He's uh, he's also a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, he has this podcast. But I don't know for folks that haven't listened to it. Um, it's called Makers of Sport uh, podcast. He, what's really cool about this about Adam is that um, you know he talks to he talks to a niche uh, a group of of designers, those who um, only work in the uh, in the you know sports and sports branding and that kind of thing. So it's really cool. He has something really good going on over there. Um, so really good guy, uh, really good podcast. Um, and then also, you know, going back to video and podcasting and all that, you know, Dan Benjamin, he's, you know, I've listened to Dan for ages now, seems like. Um, <laughs> but he uh, recently came out with the Dan Benjamin Hour, which is, it's, it, it's, it's more of a, he's just kind of messing around almost, you know, he's just doing something that he've always, he's always wanted to do. So what he's doing is, um, He's, uh, you know, taping, uh, taping the session uh, or that episode, you know, uh, on video, has it posted live, and he's just talking about everything he's interested in. He, he'll, he'll have guests. I think he's five or six episodes in at this point, but it's a really good, you know, that, I don't know, I, I, it's a really inspiring one because it really shows that that's exactly what Dan wants to do. You know, he, he's really good at what he does. He does all kinds of podcasts. He, you know, he talks about tech. He talks about, you know, he interviews people. He, uh, you know, talks about random things with, with other guests or other hosts. And uh, this, this seems like it really, it's really in the pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a really good one. Um, yeah, I sort of just sticking to, like I said, just a small set of, shows at the moment and uh yeah and that's i mean that's I, like you said earlier about you know trying not to listen to everything and every anything and everything because it kind of then it, if you have that personality and i can completely identify with this <laughs> of like oh i should be doing that and now i should be doing this cause exactly that's, so that sounds awesome and they're successful and so i should do that and that's actually it's funny you mentioned the dan, dan benjamin hour because i'm a big dan fan and uh and this show that show is kind of one of those things for me where it's like going back to video too of like yeah. Oh, I'd love to do that and have the three cameras switching and the yeah, whatever yeah. and all this stuff, you know, and, and like he's, I was thinking of him when we were talking about that earlier of just having, you know, he has a couple of folks that help him with stuff and, and just right. at that scale, it does get a little more easy. It's still a lot of work obviously, but, uh, and I'm curious, do you, uh, knowing that you watch or listen to that show, do you watch yeah. more than you listen to the audio version or which way do you sort of. I listen to more than I watch. So I would love to watch it live but i've i've gone back and and you know back back to the archive like for for dan's show to just to see what the video just just out of curiosity to see what the behind the scenes stuff in the video is and they have he's really good about you know making comments that you could of of things that you 
you could only see. Right. You know, so it, it, it makes you want to go back and watch it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's a really smart, uh, you know, tactic or whatever, but it's, it's really, yeah, I, I think he's onto something. You know, he's, uh, it's, it's, it seems like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would say like the new, new TV show format or something. I mean, he admits that it's not really a, a video show. It's not meant to be a video show. You know, he just says that he wants to, you know, show everyone what happens behind the scenes, right? But I, I like that. You know, I like the, you know, the rawness and how, how it's just, you know, you just see them and you see whatever they're talking about, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. and I mean, with YouTube, you can anybody, you and I can both anybody can go look and see how many views on a particular video, for example, and mm-hmm. and they're all under a thousand views. So it's not like he's getting the huge audience watching necessarily, <laughs> yeah. which you know, for sponsors and stuff to pay and things like that, mm-hmm. that's not really necessarily what they're after. But it is does speak volumes, I guess, to the fact that people are willing to tune in and watch, which does take a little more work than just yes. listening in audio, like you're saying. And, and presumably cause he's still doing it. There is, you know, I would assume there's quite a few people listening as well. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, that he gets to just do this anyways and, and have fun with it, I think is, is awesome. That's, uh, certainly a, a bonus that's, uh, getting to play with some of that stuff and, and mess around with things and, and sort of, like you said earlier about your show, like finding sort of being able to mess with stuff until you find sort of a formula or a path to what really clicks with both you personally as well as the listeners and then if you're so desire the sponsors maybe and uh yeah and have it all come together so um awesome well that's a that's maybe a good spot to wrap and and send everybody off to go mess around with video or something oh what app do you listen to your <laughs> podcast on i forgot to Ask that. That's either. Oh yeah, yeah. So I listen to uh, Pocket Casts, nice. and uh, I, you know sometimes I just go back to the default uh, iOS um, podcast app. Yeah, I tried Overcast, didn't really work for me, so I just stick to those two. Nice. Yeah, that's another. I, that's what I should be doing is having a, a sort of tally board of podcast app re- recommendations oh, over the, <laughs> the yeah. episodes. Uh, see which ones are most Pretty popular. Cool. But that's, I know the previous guest, James Parkinson, just mentioned Pocket Cast as well. So it's one of my faves too. Um, okay, so where can folks find you, follow you, and keep up with more pencils and pixels if they yeah. want? It's pretty easy. Uh, pencil versus pixel.com. Um, so that's pencil vs pixel.com. And then that's also across all social media, just pencil vs pixel. Okay, find me. Cool. All right. The guy whose name starts with C. Uh, I think that's how I uh, introduced you or whatever on that Mike Hurley episode. He tried to get it out of me. Oh, no way. Who rescheduled or whatever. No. Um, But. (laughs) Now he knows knows for sure. Yeah. That's, you know, if he listens to this episode. That was a teaser up teaser and it's all been revealed. Yeah, my thanks for coming on the show, and uh, my thanks to Campaign Monitor and uh, and a small orange for supporting good stuff. And Show Me Mike, if you'd like to support Show Me Mike and my podcasting efforts a little more directly, you can do so also on my Patreon, patreon.com slash iChris. And uh, Good Stuff is available on the Twitters at goodstuff underscore FM. I'm iChris on Twitter. Show Me Mike is SMYM underscore FM. If you've got uh, comments, questions, concerns that uh, maybe you want to send to me directly, chris at goodstuff.fm is my email address. I think that's everything for now. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.